Play Talk. And I am back. Your girl, Queen of Say D. Cole, we are back in the building. It is Slay Talk, and I have a guest today. I have Lisa Ali, our country friend from Mississippi. M I, crooked letter, crooked letter, I, humpback, humpback. I don't even know the rest, but you know, Mississippi. Lisa, are you there? Nothing much, girl. It is Friday, and you know how we do. We have so many topics to discuss. Everything from R. Kelly. I wanted to follow back up on that last time. I let you guys know about the allegations um, about him with the molestation charges and everything, um, and rape charges and whatnot um, with the young girls. And I wanted to say that um, for me personally, um, there was a point where I thought maybe, you know, we can separate the man from the actual music um, and the talent um, from the actions of the man. However, I thought about that a little bit more and I figured um, that, to be honest with you, I can't really separate the music from the man because the man is the music. And so, you know, what you speak is out of the abundance of the mouth is what the heart speaks. So, you know, when you call yourself things like the Pied Piper and give yourself these titles, it's not okay and it's not cool. What did you feel about um, that whole R. Kelly situation, Lisa? I still feel, and I really don't think that he like I said, once again, everybody, I'm not condoning what he do because I, I don't believe in, you know, messing with underage girls or, you know, none of that. But at the same time, you do have underage girls that date or like older guys or sneak off of this bad. But I still feel like everybody that was around him that knew this was going on, even to his wife, the, the, the managers or whatever bodyguards parents are all should be held accountable they need to be on that trial along with him because you knew they're just like me knowing I, I, you killed somebody but guess what when you go to trial and it all comes out and I knew it was a century. I knew it I'm gonna go to trial along with you definitely you know so why can't the people that all the people from his brothers and everybody else go on trial with him also because they used to guilty as he is because they knew I still believe money was a fact too I believe some of these parents are getting paid yeah because that's the whole thing about it is that when you have young kids like that I'm a parent myself and there's no way that I'm gonna let my 13 year old even my 17 year old 18 year old for that matter even though that person you know that child is grown at that point I still think that I would have equipped them with the right skills and information so that they're they don't even deserve they don't even desire something like that um you get what I'm saying Right. And and I think that it's not acceptable, you know, for the parents to allow their children, you know, to even be in the company of an adult man. You know, I think that that's something that's wrong right there that needs to be looked at. I also feel like, like you said, where 
young girls do there. You know, there are young girls who like older men that it's not okay. You know what I mean? Because at the, at the end of the day, the older man is supposed to be mature enough to not even engage in that situation. But you have men that just like younger women. Or, I'm gonna just say young girls or, or young young women, young girls. You know, hey, they just they like. You know, you like what you like. Yeah, but if it's something to where it's illegal and it's something to where you're taking advantage of somebody because at a certain age, you don't even have the certain, you know, you don't even have the capacity, you know, to even think correctly or to make the right decisions. So, you know what I mean? But moving right ahead, because we don't really want to put too much attention on this R. Kelly situation at the end of the day. Like I said before, you know, we really don't know what goes on behind the scenes. So it's a lot of um, factors to the situation and there's a lot of uh, speculations and instances that could be, could be not. Um, so pretty much it's, it's a lot of speculations on all parties. You get what I'm saying? Because another part of me just doesn't understand how it's now just coming to the light. You know what I mean? And these things have should have been to the light, you know? These things should have been current events. It's kind of like, you know, when the Me Too situation dropped, you know, everyone else felt um, empowered, I guess, to, you know, feel comfortable. And I can understand that where they maybe feel empowered to say, okay, well, you know, this is my time to say, okay, me too, because now I haven't have a uh, community of people who have experienced it. And it's not just myself. And I get that. Um, What do you think about the Razby situation and him? Um, allegedly saying that uh, Chris Stokes um, molested him when he was younger. He said that um, it happened and then he came back and said it didn't happen. And, you know, um, it was it's a lot of back and forth. However, I did see a video of him and um, he's speaking some truth, but he, he seems a little bit off. If you ask me, have you seen any videos or anything of him? Um, I heard the video um, of boys saying and I'm like you. The one minute he's talking like he got some sense, and then the next minute like he's a little off. Yeah. Um, I heard about the Chris Stokes situation. I heard about it um this year, last year, and a couple of years ago. Um, that he allegedly supposed to, like you said, molested uh, him, and also someone from Immature, somebody from Immature, something spoke out something about. Was it Marcus Houston? I believe allegedly. Some, I think Marcus Houston was either defending him or something. I think, I, I'm not sure. But, like you said, he came out and then, like you say, oh, it died down. And he came back out again and he died down. But, like you said, now, and it came back up. It's crazy. So, I'm, you know, like, got too much into that situation to find out, like, is it true or is it not true? But, and then only, why just those boys and, you know, the, any other boys that he supposedly molested, you know, supposedly. These things do happen, you know, so I just want us to keep in mind that when we talk about uh, these topics and, you know, bring them up for discussion, it's only to bring uh, attention and light to um, these things and situations that do occur um, and give them a platform um, to maybe add another perception or perspective to um, situations because a lot of times people um, 
can only think or perceive things according to their environments. So it's like when we have these discussions, whether we agree or disagree with each other, we're able to provide uh, different um, opinions, which, you know, can make other people think differently and sometimes have another understanding and sometimes even compassion to know that we are all humans. Um, Because one thing about it is that while we are pointing fingers at these people that are in the limelights or that are, you know, stars, we, we face some of these things, um, within our families. I thank God that I've never, um, experienced that, but there are people who have experienced that from their mothers, their brothers, their fathers, their sisters, their cousins, and you name it. And so while we're pointing fingers at R. Kelly and the people that are in the limelight, we also have to make sure that if we are applying grace to our family and friends, that we apply that same grace to other people, that we apply those same things to, you know, to the other people as well. Right. Not just R. Kelly, also your Uncle Johnny over there, you know. <laughs> Definitely. Johnny. Definitely. Right, saying, you know, R. Kelly, he's in the limelight, but Uncle Johnny did it too, though, but ain't nobody seen nothing about Uncle Johnny over there. Definitely. Let's listen to this thing here. I have something I wanted to wanted you guys to listen to, and I want then we'll chime in. Let's listen to this here, guys. I got something for you. A very open and truthful person, and I've got more to the story for you. The truth. Oh. Um, you know, Kevin, Kevin, and I have the Hunter Foundation for the good of the people, and we recently launched our eight 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 five. Uh, Hunter number for those of you caught up in the struggle of addiction. Well, for some time now, and even today and beyond, I have been living in a sober house. When you see me come to work, glammed up, right after the show, I go across the street, I do my Pilates. I told you two hours a day, I like to take care of my body. And you know, I've had a struggle with cocaine in my past and I never went to a place to get the treatment. I don't know how, except God was sitting on my shoulder and I just stopped. But um, there are people in your family, it might be you who've been struggling. And I wanted to know more of the story. So this is my autobiographical story and I'm living it, and I'm telling you this. After I go to the Pilates, I go to several meetings all around town. And And that right there, you guys, that was Wendy Williams herself, the queen of daytime talk. And she was just giving her own truth um, on her living in a sober house for some time now. Um, none of her staff knew no one besides her son and her husband knew um, where she was actually residing at. However, she came out and spoke yesterday her truth. What do you feel about that, Lisa? I have to say, and I commend her for coming out, you know, but I think Wendy's been dealing with some issues for the last year or two now. Not only you know, her addiction, I know that she said she had a cocaine addiction. She must have slipped and, you know, started drinking. Because, you know, once a drug addict, and then you start drinking alcohol, it only, you know, adds to stuff. So either she's just started back, you know, tipping in the bottle, 
or something, but for the last year or two, when you've been dealing with some issues, you know, you've been hearing um, stuff about her husband and the mistress, and uh, remember the episode, it was, I don't even know, it was a Halloween episode, she had like that uh, outfit on, and she fainted on this on her TV show, and she said it was something vertigo or something she tried to say, but something else I think was wrong with uh, Wendy. I think she's just been dealing with a lot of, a lot of issues lately. Yeah, I commend her for coming out, but I really think it's some other issues. And, and living in a sober house, like, did she slip that she had to go back to a sober house? Now, I understand that you have to do a 12-step program. I understand that you have to keep, you know, keep going to meetings. Well, from my understanding, I thought that these 12 steps have been completed years ago, you know, from the show and everything like that. And, you know, remember how she tried to drag, um, well, I wouldn't say necessarily drag Whitney Houston, but, you know, she tried to kind of out her um, and speak to her ill about the situation on being a um, drug addict or abuser of drugs. Um, the thing about it, though, is that something just doesn't add up right. Um, we've been hearing allegedly that her husband, Kevin Hunter, has been, um, you know, cheating on her with um, a younger woman. And recently they also showed a picture where the husband and the mistress were, you know, putting their fingers up at Whitney, at Wendy. Um, to me, when I looked at her um, saying this, I kind of feel like she was pushed to say this or kind of coerced to make this um uh to make this uh this uh speech or statement if you will um i don't think that it i think there's some truth to it um i think that maybe she might have slipped with the situations at hand you know um maybe with uh, the allegations of her husband cheating on her and all those type of rumors and whatnot um, you know, not knowing if it's true or not, but a lot of people say that she does know that it's true. Um, and it is what it is and that she pretty much, um, you know, that she's pretty much, um, you know, in love with him and, you know, can't really see beyond that love. Yeah, I, I, agree. I, I think, but I, like you said, someone, we all got, you know, we all, well, I'm not we because I'm not a celebrity, but, you know, celebrities have their publicists and they have people to write stuff for them. And I'm like you, I think she was coerced to say that because it was like an act. And you got choked up and you were almost like you wanted to cry, but you didn't cry, you know. She did. She did cry. She left out. She was, she had a tissue and everything like that. And then as soon as she finished completing her actual um, speech, she left out. She hightailed it right off the, um, right off the floor. She definitely did. You know, she was very emotional. You could not even just within her eyes, you can just tell within the structure of her face, her lips, you know, were quivering the whole, um, her whole, um, uh, structure and expression on her face, you know, spoke volume, but I still feel like I said, there's more to it than just what she's saying. I think that, um, maybe, I don't know, for some strange reason, I think maybe she is trying to give a reason for things maybe that she can't maybe explain, you know, or give a, you know, a tangible, um, excuse or you know what i mean or have a purpose for 
why situations have been happening or whatever the case may be. Or maybe it's her plea to try and gain him back. Um, you know, how do we know? Maybe the addiction started before because I also, you know, seen where for the past, you know, I guess few, I say months to years, it's always been something, you know, from a dislocated shoulder to her falling out on the stage and then it's menopause and it's, you know, menopause, all these different things that, you know, it's something new. Um, if you watch her show, you know, there's always something, you know, and like I said, I, I really don't know what's going on behind the scenes. I do hope that she's all right. Um, no matter what, um, a lot of people think that, um, you know, because she talks about everyone else's business and this and that, um, that she's supposed to out her own. Um, I agree with that, but in this, in, in another way, I kind of don't. Um, because I don't think that she talks about anything that is not uh, common knowledge or that's not in current events. I don't think that she um, brings anything to the table that is not being talked about on the local radio stations or, you know, on um, what's that uh, on uh, what's that damn website that they have um, media takeout or whatever those, you know, those type of websites are gossip, gossip and all these different things. You know, I don't think that the nature of her, her show is actually bringing forth gossip. I think that it's actually more so talking about the gossip that already exists. I don't think that she really breaks any, you know, has any breaking news. So where was she, you know, for like, until she recently came out and spoke on, her, you know, her sober house thing? Where was she about a month ago? You know, she had like Nick Cannon, uh, Ricky Smiley, some guest host that was on her, you know, daytime talk show. Well, that that's common sense is letting you know that she obviously lied to us because before that, she said that she was, you know, just getting herself back together, you know, been dealing with some health issues, this and that, whatever. But when you look at it, to be honest, really not a lie because when you are a drug addict, you that's an illness. Yes. You know, and it is a health issue. So, I mean, not really a lie. I think, you know, it wasn't truly forthcoming, but I think maybe she outed herself before someone else was about to out her. It just doesn't seem that she came back and gave the information and then boom, you know, damn near a month later, you have a whole new story to tell and there's more to it. Yeah, I feel You know, and then them trying to turn it around where, you know, we, we have a foundation and it's kind of like, I don't know how, if you're sick, how you can heal me. Right. You know? She's been dealing, she's been dealing with some issues for the past year or two now. Dealing with her and um, Kevin. It's some issues going on. It's some underlying issues. I don't, like I said, she didn't, she didn't fell off the wagon. Something. But like you say, I wish her well. I hope she gets well and be married. Well, moving right along, Lisa, tell me, are you going out there to live in um, Costa Rica in the jungle with uh, Nature Boy in them? Damn, I mean, girl. <laughs> Come on now, they told me you was about to be a new member out there. Hell no, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Costa Rica in the jungle, me in the jungle ain't gonna get along, girl. Girl, listen, let me tell you, these, I don't know what the hell is going on. As reported, I told you before, um, it's called Carbon Nation. They they done switched up their name now. Um, but they are supposedly a group of conscious um, people. A majority of them are African-American. 
and some of them are yeah, some Hispanics and um, very few whites, but they're a conscious community that call themselves um, Carbon Nation and they live out in the nature and they're vegans and they pretty much, um, it's kind of weird because even though they live out in nature, they have all types of iPads and all of this. It's pretty, it's pretty much kind of like a reality TV show. If you really sit back and, you know, look at it's like a reality TV show. They have a lot of drama and things going on. Um, they have this segment called Real Nigga Moment or something like that. Um, and to be honest with you, it's, it's strange because I also, um, when looking at some of these videos, I came across and seen that this story is really not new. This story has been around for several years and actually um, BBC had went out there and they were actually, they did a story on him and there was this white girl. Um, I think her name was Caitlin. Um, don't quote me, but I believe her name was Caitlin. And so the girl went out there to be a part of their, um, group cult, whatever you want to call it. Um, and her family, you know, she was from Canada. They got her back, but there was, you know, that was pretty much the end of the story. Um, I don't know what is the difference for the other kids. You know, I don't know if anybody's really being held there against their will. Um, I think it's more of a situation where, you know, it's a bunch of rebels um, to, you know, um, to some extent. And I don't think really anyone's being held against their will. I think that, you know, even me, um, myself, I'm 36 years old and pretty wise for my age or whatever. But at the same time, these things you still have to develop. Um, you know, the way that I used to think when I was five years old to where, how I would think when I'm 10, you know, going forward to when you think when you're 15 and then when you're 30 and then when you're 35, you know, it's a big difference. You said the key word cult, cause ain't nobody finna get me out in no jungle, living in a vegan life. How you taking a bath? Girl, I was just going to tell you one girl was up, up there. I seen her pissing in the pot in the middle of the room. What you do the bathroom? What you what you do the bathroom at? Number two. Piss in the pot, girl. What you wipe yourself with? A leaf. Girl, a rock or something. I ain't see no I ain't see no damn scots. So you better be a rock or a leaf or something like that. I don't really know, but I just know for me, I could go and I could go look, but I can't stay. <laughs> I could come and look with you. Mosquitoes, girl, the wild, they got them wild dogs out there looking like baby wolves. Uh-uh. No, they won't see me. They won't see me out there. Not for me. But anyways, um, enough of the nature boy and all that, whatever. Like I told you guys, you need to check this out. You know, go and look on YouTube and whatnot. These are things, like I said, these topics that I bring to you guys are topics that are you know, are, are some of them are already, you know, current events. And then others are things that I come across. Um, and like I said, you know, they need to be brought to light. Um, something that came across my desk as well was the pastor, um, out in Detroit that was, I believe he was arrested for murdering a transgender, a transgender woman. Am I right? Yes. 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 I saw that. I saw that a pastor, Albert Weathers. Are you serious? And and so I didn't really get to follow up on that, you know, as much. But that's something you guys as well, you know, should go take a look at. 
Um, like I said, these stories, you know, there's something happening all around the world. And, you know, I'm going to do my best to bring these things to you um, so that, you know, we can all learn together. And like I said, guys, if you ever want to call in, the number is 203-514-0822. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Breaker, you name it. We're out there. Anchor. And we'll be back after a few short messages. Let's pay these bills. All right, and we're back. And so let's keep it moving. But make sure that you guys look at these things. And if you have any topics or whatever the case may be, or any things that you want to discuss or any products or, you know, businesses that you would like to highlight or even special people, um, call in, you know what I mean? That's what we're here for. And so guys, that concludes this episode of Slay Talk. Thank you for tuning in. As always, I am your girl, D. Cole, the queen of say, and Lisa Ali, our country friend from Mississippi. It was a pleasure to have you. Until next time. Until next time, we're out. Say talk.